You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Happy New Year. Happy New I just Year. Jump straight yeah. on in there. Got this. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of the JCN podcast show for 2018. I know. It still feels so weird writing that, doesn't it? 2018. Yeah. Yep. I did 2108 the other day. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. Lots of 17s instead of 18s. But yeah. yeah, it's funny how it just throws the start yeah. too. <laughs> That's just like, what, what, month, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're here, we made it. We did, we three big weeks off. Three big weeks off. I think mm. I did more two, but yeah, two and a half, but felt like three, so that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had some serious good creek time. Creek time, daiquiri mm. time, pina colada time, yeah. <laughs> lots of good food, <laughs> slothing around, yeah. Oh, sounds so good. So we are being quite apt with today's topic because it's a new year and it's all about for a lot of people detoxing, detoxing. and getting themselves back on the bandwagon after overindulging. Um, and we want to talk to you guys too about our New Year Glow program that yeah, we've launched. which kind of ties in with what we're going to talk about anyway, I guess. Yeah, so, very, very well. Yeah, yeah, so we specifically, we won't go into it too much now, I suppose, but yeah. we definitely didn't um, do a detox program per se no no for specific reasons which we'll get into definitely yeah um, yeah I find it um interesting with this time of year too with the whole detoxing thing like I'm really funny about the whole name and the term of it but I just think think it's just it really just highlights society as a whole and the whole people's whole approach to health is it's all or nothing it's not let's just look after ourselves all the time and live in that 80 20 you know space where 80% of the time we are doing what we're meant to do and then the 20% of our time like Christmas and New Year's and catching up with family and friends we allow ourselves to let our hair down a little bit it's Mm. let's just completely flog ourselves and then completely Mm. try and clean it up in a matter of weeks and then just go back to it's just it's so wrong isn't it and I really don't like emotionally how it's quite manipulative. Like I feel yeah, like it's it all about takes advantage of people, particularly women, women. just yeah. making them look at themselves and go, oh, oh I feel bad about myself. I'm I've, gross. I just, yeah. I've eaten too much. I'm frumpy. I need to just shred all this weight to look good. It's just, yeah. yeah it's a, I heard someone say, what was it in regards, oh, the clean, it's like the clean eating terminology is kind of insinuating that if you're not clean eating, you're dirty eating. Yeah. <laughs> so true it kind of is actually isn't it? i just don't like yeah. that it plays on people's insecurities no i don't either but i think a lot of um not all programs there's some really awesome programs out there kind of like our glow program that just really um have an emphasis on i was going to say clean eating but you know whole food eating yeah. and balanced eating and things like that without the whole weight loss stigma mm. and shred those extra kilos and yep. oh yeah it's just like oh, for god's sake <laughs> <Fuck that. laughs> so all right well let's launch on into it so we're going to start with talking more so about a bit of the science behind detoxing because we feel like it'll bring everything together more yeah um so if we can break it down a bit and talk about what detoxing is, what the role of the um, liver in particular um, plays in the role of detoxing and some of the other 
organs that are involved there. It'll really help you guys understand why um, looking at supporting the liver needs to be done in certain ways and why other ways of approaching it really aren't the way to go. Yeah. So I guess when we talk about – it's a funny one, isn't it? It's like what is detoxing, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's kind of – <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's such a broad topic. I know, too. and I suppose I guess a lot of I don't know if a lot of other people think like because the first thing that comes to our mind when we talk yep. about detoxing or we think naturally detoxing, and obviously the first organ that mm. comes to mind is the liver for us. But I wonder mm. if everyone else associates detoxing yeah. with the liver. Like I assume they would on some level, but I think so. But yeah. I think also when we talk about detoxing, or also think about the gut and the yeah. relationship there. Yep. to the gut and the liver and then the kidneys and those other organs and that are skin, involved. skin, even the lungs. People yep. don't even really consider the lungs as a detox, yep. uh, an elimination organ, as I suppose, and it is as they are as well. There's yep. just Our body has this amazing capacity to break down and deal with what's thrown at it through mm. through the skin, thing, like go, things going through the liver but put, getting pushed out through the skin, coming out through the lungs, pushed out through, you know, mm-hmm. feces and urine after mm-hmm. being filtered by the kidneys. Like it's not just this... Oh, we're detoxing. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I think sometimes, the, like, the liver isn't so vital, of course, of course but there's yeah. a lot of other organs that are important, and that's really vital to sort of bring those up and talk about that relationship between what your gut is doing, how well it's functioning, yeah. um, therefore the load. what load is, yeah, coming yeah. through onto the liver, and then once the liver's done its role... How well is it doing that? If it's not doing it great, it's going to be overburdening the yeah, kidneys. The it's kidneys. going to be overburdening the skin, yeah. the lungs, as you mentioned. So yeah. there's these other organs within our body that do play vital roles in detoxification. Roles in detoxification that can't be. And, and I know, like I've had so many um, chats with people when they're just like, okay, well, I just want to. I want it. My liver needs work. I want to detox my liver. And I'm like, we need to get your gut working properly mm. first because there's yeah. no point in going in and using all these nutrients, even if we're going to do it properly but using all these nutrients and supportive foods and things like that to detox Mm. force your liver to detox at a you know a bit of a higher rate or support it to detox more effectively if this stuff's not going to go out through your gut and yeah that's right it's just it's it's just the same as everything else i guess that we talk about it's not this let's just go in there and just hammer this one organ or this Mm -hmm. one facet Mm -hmm. of health it's you've got to look at your body as a whole and what it's doing and how it's functioning and what it's actually capable of doing and how quickly Mm -hmm. so definitely that's which i think's highlighted as we go through the role of the liver and at the the end of its journey is such a breaking down toxins and what happens after that and why the gut's so important and these other organs so I guess to start with like fundamentally we've got two phases within liver detoxification which we call phase one and phase two and who would have thought it phase two (laughs) (laughs) phase 81 these people who name stuff (laughs) although that seems so easy but then there's the other, if we talk about first uh, phase one, one of the, or the, well, there's so many enzymes involved, but one of the ones that we talk about the most is a collection of enzymes called cytochrome B450. Probably not as easy of a, <laughs> no. a name there. <laughs> to be honest, that's one of the only liver enzyme groups I remember. <laughs> like everyone, and then I read stuff in research and I'm like, totally forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, there is a lot going it's on It's pretty there. complex, but we're not going to get that complex for you guys. We're going to keep it quite simple. So yeah. we have 
phase one and phase two, and in, in a nutshell, it's not really a pun, but in a nutshell, the, the liver we've got. Phase one is our, our liver dealing with everything that kind of comes into it. So we're talking about toxins, chemicals, um, bacteria, viruses, anything that I drugs, guess... Alcohol, drugs, alcohol. Met metabolic breakdown metabolic products just from your body. Basically, yeah, anything that has to be filtered goes through your liver anything that enters your mouth um the breakdown of your stress chemicals from your mm -hmm. from your nervous system or you know a nervous system as a whole but all your stress yeah. chemicals hormones everything the liver cops it all yeah and it deals with it and it hits phase one first and you're usually like more fat soluble they'll generally come in fat soluble yeah um that's primarily that role of phase mm -hmm. one is so there's those enzymes act on those compounds that come in through different biochemical reactions and without getting into the science of those yep. different types of reactions, it will break those fat-soluble compounds down and make them water-soluble. Water <laughs> so once they're water-soluble, they're not as dangerous as when yep. they're fat-soluble, okay. as long as phase two is dealing with them effectively, yeah. which then, we'll look at. But yeah. essentially, yeah, phase one is taking those fats or those, those lipids as such and then breaking them all down through these biochemical the processes, processes and then the churning them yeah. through yeah. into phase two. So yeah. it's like a nice little production line. Yeah. And then from there, they kind of get shunted down almost like if you think about it, they're kind of lined up. Think of it like a bowling alley. What analogy are we going to use? I was thinking like a water park actually, you know, when you, Ooh, you like get up to one. the top, like so you're kind of walking up the stairs and then you've got those six slides in front of you. Like, which, <laughs> which one am I going to pick? So that think of that like when you're shooting down those water slides and they're your six um, pathways of your face to liver detox. <laughs> I was thinking bowling alley, but water park's probably more Water effect. park's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Us and our analogies. So, so yeah, we, we jump across then into phase two, which is about conjugation, which is basically a fancy way of saying that the liver takes those water-soluble compounds and then it wants to stick... I'm trying to think of something in the water park that makes sense. A, a floaty? A boogie board? Yeah. A boogie what board? about a ring? What oh about a donut God, ring? This is awesome. <laughs> so it's going to choose, depending on the pathway, pathway. what it's going to stick to it. So to escort it. Usually that is an amino acid. <laughs> but let's say it chooses the boogie board or it chooses the donut ring. <laughs> <laughs> which I finally used, by the way, I didn't know, I? This I was time. so stoked when I saw that photo. <laughs> yeah, when I first started working for Jess, here we go, we'll just digress totally. For her birthday, like I buy people just really random birthday presents and I just got Jess this massive freaking watermelon donut for her to float around in. <laughs> and then I think we got you went to Melbourne and got really bad weather and there's yep. a whole heap of reasons why she didn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I finally got a photo this year. <laughs> Of her floating in her watermelon. Do you know too? Stoked. It, we were waiting for the weather to get good enough, and then we finally have a day at the beach. We get down there, and I'm like, woohoo, getting into the water. And Damien looks at me, he's like, I forgot the goddamn floating. <laughs> And I'm like, are you serious? It's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, go back. I seriously had to get back in the car, drive back to the unit, oh, and get them. I'm like, I have to get in this goddamn <laughs> ring. <laughs> I if, Carissa, if I do another summer and Carissa doesn't see me in this goddamn watermelon ring, <laughs> she's going to lose her shit. So, funny. so uh, anyway. yes, we've got these six different conjugation pathways, essentially. <laughs> so depending on what your body is or what that liver is breaking down will determine what pathway it tends to go through. So there's a, so many things that are going to come yeah. through. But essentially, as far as what we're dealing with, um, we've got sulfation as one pathway. 
glucuronidation. Glucuronidation. We're, we're, we're going to do these without. <laughs> we're going to do these without. Glutathione conjugation. Amino acid. Yeah. Conju- the one the conjugation, the one that neither of us could remember. Yeah, it's got acetylation, acetylation, and methylation. Yeah. Yeah. So we were having a joke before because um, I know when I'm sure when I did my studies, glucuronidation was called a pathway, but it seems to have been. Um, not glucuronidation, so conjugation. I did it again. Yeah, conjugation. Um, was called, yeah. Glycination, sorry, was called a yeah. pathway. But it seems See, it to wasn't have been, when I was. It's yeah. now. What do, now do we work Well, amino acid conjugation. conjugation yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. I'm totally making that up, but I'm sorry, glycination yeah. was a pathway. Well, glucuronidation is the only one I ever remember bang on. And then and I have to flick through and then I'm like, oh, methylation's a part, methylation pathway and what that does. But yeah, it was funny when we decided, we, we only decided, I think, yesterday we were going to talk about this. And then so Jess and I obviously have just gone, okay, we better just you know, revise and make sure we've got it all right. Then we're sitting, we had a chat this morning, we're like, who remembered the six pathways off the top of their head, bang on. (laughs) Funny. So essentially each one of these plays a different role. Yeah. Um, and in regards to what they all do, I mean, we can tell you they're all going to do different roles, different things, but there's a few that I think are maybe worth pointing out cause it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I love that. It, yeah. Amino acid conjugation or glycination. Like I think that's really fascinating in regards to salicylates. Um, so your salicylates tend to get broken down through there and dealt with effectively and when we see people in clinic not dealing well with high salicylate foods often that pathways um, not functioning properly Mm -hmm. so it's very much dependent on glycine as amino acid glycine Um, um, b5 b2 and also it's important for benzoates as well as Uh, far as breaking those down which is kind of cool too yeah cool um What's some of the other ones? We've got a lot of our hormones that are being broken down through sulfation. Um, but the, the hormones I tend to get water. <laughs> I choked on it. <laughs> but, I mean, the hormones tend to be shunted through a few different yeah, ones. So you've got do. sulfation, glucuronidation, yep. and as you were saying, like your neurotransmitters, yep. your steroid hormones, steroid hormones. your estrogens um, and so forth. So... You know, they they definitely have a couple of different pathways that they'll yeah. go through Sulfation there. Sulfation pathway is pretty damn interesting, though, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just always find whenever you're reading about stuff in research, that's the one that seems to yeah come up a lot. Yeah, and I think it's a really cool one in regards to, like, well, I think your sulfur foods are obviously important the whole mm. way through, but it's a really big standout, isn't it, in yeah. regards to your sulfur foods and sulfur amino acids. Well, it's even it's interesting too because something I even remember I learned when I was studying, like people who say that when they eat garlic, they can smell it coming out of their skin. Yeah. Have you heard that before? That's actually not eating too much garlic. Yeah. That's a, a general, some more likely a um, genetic impairment of that mm-hmm. sulfation pathway, so the body's ability to deal with sulfur mm, and things like that. So it's yeah. not because you look at some like me you and I who eat garlic till the mm. cows come home and you never smell it coming out of mm-hmm. our skin because our sulfation pathway is fucking <laughs> working but it doesn't mean that these people are doing something wrong like this is something that's generally you know had their whole life it's yeah, yeah. that's exactly right so and so the body's got to find another way to deal with that yeah that's sulfur it's a sulfur compound so it'll push it out through the skin yeah for sure so that's interesting I just thought I'd yeah that well it's fact in there it's like yeah again the hormones as well like when you're dealing with hormone issues it's like okay how well are these yeah. different pathways dealing with breaking down yeah. your hormones you know yeah. how well are you detoxifying that estrogen you know, <laughs> is there issues going on are you like lacking certain cofactors for that so, pathway yeah. or is there yeah, is there sort of maybe a, a genetic sort of issue that's going on there, which is something we still haven't really talked yeah. about in depth. But 
you know, there's so many. Estrogen's a huge one. Like I know, I remember, and obviously I didn't have, like knowing what I know now and, you know, five years ago when I mm-hmm. saw this in clinic, I one of my first clients um, in clinic in uni was a, um, she had just so much estrogen and testosterone stuff going on and um, so much of it. Like you'd pop her on something t- to detoxify or help the liver detoxify estrogen. Mm-hmm. So something really, really simple like dim or something. Like that. And it would just, you could give her the smallest dose and she would just push it out through her skin. You could smell it on her. Wow. Like just, and you just had to go so carefully. But I just wish now I had her. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I know so much more now. I could really help you. <laughs> uh, but I just remember thinking far out. Like I just, and you know, obviously it was a liver thing and I knew that back yeah. then and you work on the liver. But it's just amazing how powerful yeah. just even starting to upregulate what the liver can do yeah and then seeing how that can affect some people if those pathways aren't functioning properly so true and i think there's some pretty amazing tests that you can do for understanding what's happening with people's different pathways as yeah. far as how they're conjugating so you can do a really cool liver challenge oh, test so and actually break that. those down you and i should do that I've d- i haven't done them myself but i've, I've done them yeah. on clients over the years but i've got to say when i've used those tests for clients with a lot of liver stuff going on yeah. um it's been really really beneficial like yeah. i've been able to get that specific it's like the gut you know get that specific, specific information work on that specific pathway right. Yeah. And seeing really awesome results. Yeah. Like there's even a client I've got at the moment who's had raised liver enzymes for like forever. You're like, well, okay, let's not exaggerate, Jessica, not forever. But for, like, <laughs> for as like long as she's num- been seeing you. <laughs> a number of years yeah. and not been able to get them down. And we've done a lot of gut work and so forth and done a lot of yeah. healing in those areas. But we got to a point where it was like, let's just do, do this, this liver test. profile yeah. test and see what's going on. And her blood work, she just sent it through before Christmas and her liver enzymes have completely yep. dropped down. Yep. And that's from – so previous to that, gut work, a bit of generalised liver support, yep. feeling good but no yep. effect at all as no. liver enzymes. But do the right test, yes. know what pathways you need to yep. support and suddenly they've all dropped down. So that's – you know, it just shows the importance of understanding those pathways. I'm just sitting here like nodding at you like I'm really excited. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But it's so true because even when you look at the different pathways and what they need to function properly, it's not the same for every pathway. Like no. it's typically a different or sometimes same amino acids, but different amino acids. Yeah. A lot of them have B vitamins involved to yeah. some degree. But then like talking about the sulfation pathway, we've got like methothionine, B12, folic acid, your methyl donors. So yes, there's, true, So true. sulfation pathway requires yeah. a lot more of that than, say, yeah. glucuronidation. Or, yeah. Like it's just they're so different and that's why that testing mm-hmm. for people who are, you know, raised liver enzymes or just are very livery, like people who are, you know, say sweating garlic or you start to work on their hormones and all of a sudden they have these crazy skin breakouts. Like I remember this girl, she used to sweat oil and mm. that's just – that's just hormones coming yeah. out through the skin. Like it doesn't yeah. – it's weird, but I've – to see it, like, and yeah. it was this – she could wipe it off and if you wiped it on a tissue, it was actually a yellowy colour. Like it it's was fascinating because when you crazy. think about it, that phase two, um, you know, is supposed to be mm. making things more water-soluble, but if it's not functioning, functioning. correctly, they're going to be more potentially fat-soluble yeah. or, or stored. Like those things will get stored, stored. in our fatty tissues. And she was, she was definitely like um, – she was trying to lose weight but just couldn't. Mm. And no wonder. Like she ate mm. well and everything, but you've just got all this stuff working against you. And if your gut and your liver aren't working and then yeah. your body's trying to break down hormones and do the right thing and then there's just this backlog in phase yeah. one because phase two's not functioning and there's yeah. stuff getting recirculated 
manipulated. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Or as you say, yeah, say the methylation pathways yeah. are working effectively. Like yeah. there's certain cofactors you're going to be needing there. And do you like me to tell you what those are? <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just trying to do something general, like you pop into a health food store and you're like, oh, I'll just buy some random liver detox. detox. Like it's yeah. not going to help work on that methylation no. pathway. No. You really need to know those right cofactors. Yeah. yeah. And you need to know, yeah, exactly like what you said, when you are getting down to specifics of it and you're hitting walls with treatment that's Mm. where the testing comes in because it's available so why not use it and hit Mm. the nail on the head rather than just keep doing these kind of broad spectrum yeah approaches which are great for people who don't have specific um pathway impairments i guess working against them so and there's definitely in saying that there's some yeah there's obviously some standouts isn't there as far as your amino acids go Mm. for supporting phase two Mm. or to a point all of them, I would say. <laughs> yes. Like pretty much all of them will walk their way through yeah. one of those pathways. pathways and do something. But you do have your standouts like your cysteines and your glutamines and so yeah. forth and those backbones that build yeah. glutathione. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then your, your big antioxidants as well, yeah. Um, your, yeah, your seleniums and your vitamin Cs and so forth. And then back to phase one as far as supporting that, as you were saying, B vitamins are really important there. B vitamins are huge. And huge, huge, huge. That's why I really like – I know you can get B vitamins from obviously so many things, but one of our biggest sources of our Bs are our whole grains yeah. and, and meat. And yeah. like I know you can get it from other sources, but when you just look at sometimes when people – go on these crazy restrictive diets mm. depending on what they are and we will talk about this but you mm. just look at you're locking out all of these nutrients that are so mm. necessary for your body's natural processes like you yeah. have to be so careful what you do yeah in the aid of dropping a few kilos quickly or yeah i don't know yes so so true mm. yeah and um, and there's a lot of it's not really our area there's a lot of herbs obviously that will work on phase one and phase yeah. two but again be- i think Phase one, definitely those sulfur amino acids are really important. And now, yeah, what we love, our, as you were talking about the garlic before, but our sulfury foods, right? Mm. So all of those cruciferous veggies yep. that we love, the broccoli and the kale and the collie and the sprouts and... Beets oh, are really good for your, Beets are amazing for the liver. Yep. I yep. remember why. But I remember <laughs> I wrote a 3,000 word assignment on it about eight years ago. <laughs> You find it that big, the beating, but I can't recall yeah. which pathway it moves through. Me neither, me neither. Um, and yeah, of course, yeah, you're it seems like such a again, I think like a, an average antioxidant, but like your, your vitamin C, oh, so, vitamin so C vital. vitamin C is huge, vitamin E is another one yeah. as well that's huge Definitely. for the liver. Selenium, zinc, yeah, um, without like they're, they're more, I guess, nutrients when we're stepping away from B vitamins and amino acids, but vitamin E, vitamin C, zinc, selenium, they're huge. Definitely, so much stuff for your thyroid happens in the liver a lot of people don't realize that like i feel like that's kind of a bit of an unknown unknown fact for a lot of people but your t3 t4 conversion Mm -hmm. happens in the liver Mm -hmm. and you need your cofactor so your zinc and your selenium and you need a healthy functioning liver like you need things to be working so if your thyroid's not working you're feeling sluggish and you're feeling tired sometimes it's not your thyroid it's your liver and your gut they need a bit of help and it's amazing anyway i think we've talked about that before oh it's it's so true and then the the thyroid hormones are being broken down through those conjugation yeah. pathways as well. Yeah. So, oh. you know, it's all so interrelated. Yeah. Um, so after those pathways have done their job, effectively it's all all those sort of toxic byproducts are ready for excretion. They're, yeah. they're safer as such if everything's been done correctly to be excreted. So it's either going to go 
through the kidneys and out through the urine yep. or it's going to go into the gut, yep. which is bringing it back to where we started. Yeah. So it's going to go through the bile, it's going to go into the gut and it's going to go out through your stool. stool. So can we just stop to reflect on that yeah. and realise <laughs> how, how important, important the, the gut, gut is <laughs> in liver function? I think I, I did a talk a while, like only a few months ago, but I was talking about the gut and mental health and everything like that. Mm. And I think I spent a good 20 minutes talking about the liver because yep. I'm just like you can't ignore the liver's role in mental health you can't ignore the liver's role in gut health you just can't ignore the liver's role in everything mm-hmm. like when we talk about gut function we have to acknowledge liver function like mm-hmm. because the two go hand in hand definitely and vice versa so yep. if you're yep. If your liver's functioning amazingly, but your gut's not, your liver's going to yeah. get a little backlog. Exactly. And... So if you're like pushing out those byproducts into your gut and your gut is highly unhealthy, that ability for it to be able to deal with mm. that um, backlog coming through from the liver yeah. is really, really compromised. Now, I guess if you happen to have an amazing liver that was pushing out like byproducts that weren't problematic in any way it wouldn't be too much of an issue if your gut wasn't that great but as we just said it's synergistic so if you've got a crappy gut you're pretty much going to have a crappy liver (laughs) pretty much and then everything else is going to (laughs) suffer because the gut is going to be producing so much toxic byproducts inflammation pushing it back into the liver the liver's got to reprocess it estrogen like estrogen itself like if you're even if your liver's dealing with – is that a phone? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, even if the liver's dealing with the hormones that are, it's pumping through but your gut can't handle them, they're getting kind of bound back up and pushed back out yeah. into circulation. Estrogen is so toxic to the body if it's not dealt with by the gut and the liver. Yeah. Like it's just – It's a really big one for being if the gut bacteria uh, yeah. are in the right – balance that it will be actually bound up again and just recycled back through the liver which is something that we are always looking at with our clients because it's something you do not want happening absolutely well men and women but particularly i think we look at that for women women. so yeah it's just so important that you have a healthy gut um and i maybe i'm jumping ahead here but i think it just highlights again why a lot of the quick express detoxes that work on just pushing the liver really aggressively, aggressively are so yeah. bad and why people end up so sick yeah, because so they just sick. push toxins from a liver that's not healthy out into a, a gut, gut that's not, not healthy. healthy. Yeah. And we've seen, I've seen it. I'm sure we have we've even with clients so that come in much. and have seen practitioners. And again, I know the practitioners are trying to do the right thing, but they've had someone come in. They're like, great, we're going to put you on a detox straight up. And yeah. they just get so sick. Yeah. Like, and just call it a healing crisis. Yeah, yeah, healing crisis. <laughs> no, it's just a healing crisis. You're just detoxing. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. So yeah, if those excretion pathways are working effectively, then hunky dory, everything's happening well. Yeah. But the problem is, along the way, things can go awry. So if to go right back to the start, phase one. Not always works effectively for <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh god, it's so true, isn't it? I'm just never I always when people say I'll roll my eyes, but it's now <laughs> putting it in the context of what we're talking about, I'm like, oh fucking hell. <laughs> like, you're like crisis, I just can't move off the toilet. <laughs> oh god. Um 
So your phase one may not be working effectively. If it's not working effectively, it might be then creating way too much too soon for phase two to deal with and yep. overwhelming phase two. Yep. So that can be a problem. Or it might even be underactive, underactive. and just not doing its job as effectively. Um, it's interesting with that, again, with the testing, you can work out if someone's a bit of an underactive or an overactive mm. person there. Um, some of the – I don't – I kind of – take this with a grain of salt but that whole we'll talk about it earlier the whole thing with caffeine and alcohol so if you're if you're having caffeine or if you're like caffeine sensitive like i am then potentially yeah you're not you're you're sort of breaking right. that down really really quickly or converse oh is it the yeah, other way, the other way you're around. not breaking you're not, it down yeah, as effectively, effectively and then the the toxins are such a out, out there, there way quickly. more available to go out and yeah. elicit those adverse effects on the body. So, you know, um, and then they if say it, that if you do notice coffee is an issue for you, then you definitely have problems with that phase one not working yeah. effectively. But then on the flip side, there's the people who um, have – can their phase one probably was working effectively and then they abuse that. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> And drink too much coffee and then like obviously this is not me right now but definitely like in the past I was the kind of person I could drink a lot of coffee and still go to sleep. So that's the flip side of it where your phase one then works over time and it's kind of like upregulated to a capacity. That's not a good sign either. If you can have coffee or stimulants and things Mm. like that and go to sleep or uh, like drink lots of booze and it doesn't affect Mm. you, like that means you've kind of pushed your phase one Mm. too far in the other direction. So that's Mm. not a good sign either. (laughs) (laughs) We like signs of both ends. (laughs) And you can have, as you were talking about before, it can be sort of genetic yeah, issues genetic that could issues be going well. on there too, yeah. which can be tested for. But yeah. it's not uncommon to have phase one be under or overactive, and yeah. that can determine how you may treat that and what yeah. you may use because you can take certain things that will actually slow phase one or yeah. things that will make it work faster. So yeah. you really want to know through ideally good case taking and if needed testing mm. what's going on um, so you're avoiding those things or maybe just not using things that if you're like suspect about it go all right well I won't use this because it's going to upregulate yeah. the hell out of that phase one yeah so I think that's that's an important one and then I guess if you move on to phase two you, you know same thing if if there's those pathways that aren't acting correctly yeah. there I and mean, we're going to see all sorts of things yeah. you talked about a lot of them before yeah. with skin well and, yeah like fatigue like I mean god it's it's endless how, how many yeah. do you want to pick out I feel like um like we were talking before like we we're just saying like signs and symptoms like I feel like so big ones for the liver that I notice for people and even like myself sometimes like I know mm. when my liver needs a bit of bit of love yeah but just things like um irritability can be a big one for the yeah. liver like just from an emotional perspective you say that with Chinese medicine don't they yeah irritability mm. um seat of anger I think yeah. they call it oh okay <laughs> Another one, I'm like, oh, okay, it's of anger. I've just got this picture in my mind anyway. Um, 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 even but just from like an allergy point of view, an immune point of view, we were talking before, like I know in the past for me, um, allergies and hay fever when I, before I, you know, started studying nutrition and things like that, I used to get these crazy mm. itchy eyes and allergies and I would just be every change of season 
you know, just sneezing, watering eyes, scratching them out. I'd be my skin would be mm. so sensitive stuff. Like I couldn't carry plastic bags without mm. getting I saying that, yeah, yeah, like just little things. And that for me is a real t- telltale sign if yeah. my liver's been, you know, starts to burden yeah. up a bit. Like if those things start to flare again, I'm like, right, time to look yeah. after my liver a little so bit more. True. I think yeah, I think if you can see other detox organs in the body uh, overburdened, Burdened? that's a really yeah. big red yeah. flag. So if the skin's suffering, like people who get eczema, that's a, that's as much as that's mm. gut definitely, and there's a lot of other stuff, um, eczema and psoriasis and yeah. things like that. There's a huge liver component there yeah. for those. But again, it's that it's that relationship, isn't yeah. it? Like you can't look at the two of them separately. No. Like if you see skin stuff going on, it's always back to gut liver but it's usually so much going on yeah. with that so you know even down to food intolerances food like intolerances. we can yeah. talk heaps about that relationship with the gut and food intolerances but the liver as we're talking about some of those pathways are detoxifying yeah. food chemicals yeah. so if you're not working through that effectively then mm. you're going to be overreactive yeah and i think we've we see that with some of our really yeah. intense clients where they're just reactive to everything, everything. Like, yeah down to i've had someone reactive to water at yeah. one stage. <laughs> i remember that like, <laughs> well scary um <laughs> yeah you, there's so there's the the skin of course there's like the potentially the kidneys but obviously there could be other issues going yeah. on there. there's the lymphatic system as yeah. well like these other big areas that can just become overwhelmed your hormones in general like it's amazing like sometimes it's not your hormones like not playing ball the way they Mm. should sometimes it's just your gut and your liver overburdened you clean those up and the hormones start doing what like especially reproductive hormones how many times do we see girls potentially with estrogenic issues Mm. and they're like oh i've got estrogen dominance and that's kind Mm. of what they come in and tell you and you're like well let's just work on your gut and your liver and see Mm. what happens with your cycle first Mm. and you don't really need to like oh, obviously it's so common. It's isn't so it? common. Like some definitely there are the times where you need to delve into the hormones yep. and deal with those directly. But a lot of the times it's just clean the gut and the liver yep. up, look after those guys and the hormones start yep. they just fall into place and do what they're so, meant to do. I know I think we've probably mentioned that before, but I think we're both so passionate about it. if someone comes in with those hormonal issues, don't jump straight in there. Like yep. you've got to think about your gut, gut and your and liver. liver. You yep. just have to make sure that you're dealing with facilitating the breakdown of those hormones, right. making sure everything's being dealt with effectively. Otherwise, it's yeah. kind of like you're starting like yes. out of this big pile of crap. crap. Like yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's like you just kind of got a big yeah, <laughs> gunk on top and you're just going to keep wiping the windscreen off. I know. Like it's not it doesn't the, make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Start with the gut and the liver. <laughs> Oh, um, so true. Yeah. What are some other things? Headaches are very livery. Really common. Really heavy. Brain fog. Like, obviously, it all comes back to gut, like the yeah. gut and the liver and how they're dealing with stuff. But the just that congestion. One I see doing it now, pointing at my boobs, boobs is um, for women when they're in that real pre-menstrually phase, they're like mm. really tender, sore yeah. breasts. Yeah. And often if you work on their, particularly that sulfation pathway with some key amino acids, often find that that shifts quite quickly. Yep. Um, so I always find that's a little Just bit P- of a telltale PMS sign. PMS in general, yeah. don't you find? Like the minute people are feeling better, eating better, their yeah. gut and their liver are functioning more effectively, they're like, oh, I didn't even know my period was coming and I yeah. just got it. Yeah. Usually I'm a crazy psycho batshit mental <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> so just... <laughs> Sounds like us last year. <laughs> It's all in real relevant. Look, I think the other thing to sort of move along was we talked about signs 
signs as such of needing to detox, which yeah. I think it's kind is of... a little bit of an interesting sort of concept on its own because as we are just talking about, like, mm. it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I must detox. But as we just talked about, there are so many things that can relate back yeah. to the liver and supporting the liver. And I think more importantly, it's thinking about not only what are the signs that I need to, but how am I going to do this? What is yeah. the right way for me? What sort of support do I need? Yeah. And even like I, f- I find it interesting just even the the post-Christmas and New Year's, oh, my God, I've got to detox. If you already know that you're going to push a bit over Christmas and New Year's, start looking after your gut and your liver a little bit more mm. in October and November. Mm. Prepare it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. there's just – it's not this – let's just go into damage control and just mm. walk around with a mop and bucket and try and clean everything up. Yeah. Like it, it just, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And, you know, a week of juice fasting, anyway, we're going to talk about that now. <laughs> so let's move on to that because I think the last thing that I wanted uh, to go through was the right and the wrong ways to detoxify. Yeah. So yeah. I think the going through the, the liver and how it works is really fundamental in highlighting why some of these other popular types of quick express detoxes are not the way to go. So you, yeah. you just mentioned, yeah, the juice, juice detoxing or juice fasting. So what fasting. Are, let's, like, well, let's talk about juice fasting. Usually it's vegetable juices, like straight juices. So straight up we're losing fiber. Mm-hmm. Bang. Fiber is so important for grabbing onto stuff, toxins, everything like that, binding it out and carrying it out. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're just – taking that away mm-hmm. and we're taking our protein away so we're losing amino acids yep. um so probably probably b vitamins hit and miss in veggie ju- or juice fast yeah. diet so that's hit and miss what um, else have we lost we've lost fats yeah that's <laughs> basically <laughs> just lost everything that your liver needs to function <laughs> So we've just talked for the last half an hour plus about the importance of amino acids, which essentially from protein. Um, We've talked about lots of different um, vitamins and so forth. I guess we didn't talk a lot about the fats. Yeah, but but there's so much in good fat. Well, vitamin E's like obviously we did talk about vitamin E. Oh, yeah, yeah. All your your good fats are really important in a lot of your liver detox, detoxification phase two pathways. So you're taking away all of the foundation building blocks for actually detoxifying and just forcing in juice juice nutrients and mm-hmm. usually the thing is with juice fasting I find sometimes it's a lot of sugar as well mm. so that's what where people get their energy from mm. we talk about the um, liver storing glycogen but anyway um, oh. <laughs> yeah <anyway. laughs> maybe that's another one a whole other topic <laughs> um, anyway so we're just but depending on if it's veggie or veggie and fruit but yeah. it's just Oh, yeah. After and everything we've said, hopefully that kind of can really just oh, yeah. hone I in, so. hone in my <laughs> juice fasting for seven to tw- sometimes twenty-one days. Yeah, like what the freaking time. hell? Like, yeah. and I think people feel better on it when because you're doing starving yourself and you're lighter and you're not eating shit. Like well, there's <laughs> that, but I think there's also underlying issues. Like people yeah. have got either a crap diet or they've got undiagnosed gut stuff Starving. or food, particularly food intolerances. So yeah. they're eating stuff that's highly inflammatory without knowing it. And then they go on a juice tea detox and they mm. feel better or a tea, yeah. no, a slip there, tea but yeah, let's say tea tox, same, same, but different. So, <laughs> oh, you know, they've taken away that inflammatory driver. So they feel better on that and they yeah. equate it to the detox of these mm. juices, but it's actually because they aren't including that inflammatory yeah. factor anymore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, essentially, even if you're taking away the burden of that inflammation, 
you're still, still not allowing your liver not to letting do, the liver do, do what, what it needs it, to yeah, do. Exactly. It's still taking away its core foundation. So how's it supposed to detoxify? Yeah. What's it supposed to do? What's it supposed to use? Mm, your Cute. muscle. Break Cucumber down. water. <laughs> Break down your muscle. Yeah. And use that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm losing weight Wait, on the oh, scale. That's because you're breaking down your muscles. muscle. <laughs> your body is eating itself. <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking down your heart. You know those light palpitations you're getting? It's because your body's eating its own heart. <laughs> just got the best mental image right now. <laughs> so, detoxing, obviously, I don't even think we need to go into detoxing. Well, it's the same. It's well, the same. probably worse it's probably because there's worse. no nutrients in it from the release yeah. of fruit and veggies. No, yeah, it's just basically let's force our body to go into an absolute shit revulsion just... and crap everything out. Of course, you're going to feel lighter. There's nothing left in your yeah. intestines. Like, makes me mad. Makes yeah. me so mad. It does. And it does. And they, market it by showing this gorgeous girl in a bikini with these mm. abs i'm sorry if you just go and crap yourself to death you're not going to look like that so <laughs> just don't even bother trying like the other one we're talking about too which i don't know how popular it is anymore but is the whole um like lemon maple syrup cam pepper or you were talking about the olive oil one oh uh, yeah because well. I, so I think there's two different yeah, sorts so which are more of a i think going in and actually pushing the bile pushing the bile i think they must have the same concept yeah. behind them because the one that was going around when i was studying i didn't i didn't do it but the one that was going around when i was studying was it's you have you basically don't eat anything for a day before or you just eat fruit or something like that and then you juice some fresh apple pectin which obviously pectin um is good for apparently softening the gallstones and mm-hmm. things like that. So the whole point is that you're doing a liver and a gallbladder flush. Yeah. And you basically drink like fresh grapefruit juice. Mm. I think it's like mixed with about a cup of oil. And you do this two to three. Actually just two like, minutes. like went, uh, <laughs> And it basically just forces your body to just super produce bile yeah. and everything like that and just forces gallstones. That's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. Mm. Like I just remember thinking – a, you've got no idea anatomically what's going on inside mm. your gallbladder. Like if you do have gallstones, forcing them down that tiny little mm. bloody duct is not mm. a good idea, especially if they're freaking jagged. Like you're yeah. just going to end up in hospital. Yeah. But I remember some of the stories you would hear would be people being like, oh, yeah, and I pooed out all these, just this rush of oil and shit coming out. But <laughs> in amongst it was this little... <laughs> just drank all this oil. Yeah, in amongst oh. there's all these green little um, stones, which is obviously, you know, bile and got like all... But I, I think oh, just... there's also debate about whether people actually passing stones is just because of what they've had and it actually yeah. forming these little yeah. like globules, like that's where the I... fat's actually binding onto binding things. On. That's it's not what I wondered stones. as well. Like I'm just like, Ugh. but anyway, that is not a safe way to <laughs> detox. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Oh, anyway. So and then what was the one you were talking about? I hadn't heard about that one. Oh, maybe. it's a similar concept, but I think it's off the top of my head. It's like maple syrup and cayenne pepper. And there's definitely oil. I think it, it's either olive oil, might even be cod liver oil. Don't quote me on all of those. I know that's that's a rough combo like that, but it's the same thing. It's based on okay. basically pushing the bile, yeah, and used as that detoxification. Yeah. So, and I guess the other ones that are out there is where you can go into. Um, a health food store and buy like a detox off the shelf yeah. so it might be like a box that's yeah, marketed that's right. by I remember a how that company. one that was that lemon detox that was going yeah, around those sorts what of a heap of crap that yeah. was far out. and even with like you know I think practitioner supplementation as well like mm. there's all I think all of the companies to a point have probably marketed their mm. detoxification protocol yeah. and I think they're a lot safer and there's a lot more yeah. to them around considering gut yeah. but I think you still have to be super careful yeah. and use something like that 
at the right time and also don't just do the same thing for every single person. Yeah, like look exactly. at it and go, all right, this product's really cool, but is it suitable for, for that, person. that person yeah. at this point? So just because you've got a company that says this is our detox protocol, mm. you don't have to follow it from like A to Z, like no, mix it up, mix do it what up. is right for the well, person. Well, it comes back to individualized treatment, doesn't it? Yeah. Like obviously there's a lot of supplement companies that have their protocols, like if you've got – if you want to do a liver detox, here's our protocol for yeah. it. Here's the supplements we would use if you've got chronic fatigue. But yeah. it's not like, as we've said before, it's not mm. that black and white. <laughs> I nearly said something I shouldn't Oh, have really? Been. <laughs> <laughs> like I was going to say something before I just zip it. To, no naming and shaming. Yeah, but it, it is. There's no such, there's no one size fix all. It's not like, okay, here's, this person wants to detox their liver. Here's the supplements they take and here's the amount of time yep. you do it over. It doesn't work yeah. like that. Like, like, see you later. Yeah. Which I think brings us like as a, a final point to our GCN New Year Glue program because yes, it's like we're just like upselling it now. <laughs> <laughs> because well, why I'm so and I know you are passionate yeah. about it, is that it encapsulates everything we've talked about. Yeah. We haven't. We have got a couple of um, products we've bought into this, which are part of the package, but they're food products. We yeah. aren't. We haven't we're not, gone we're not pushing right. supplements. We're not pushing. Um, you know, it, what the supplements people will get on this program if they need them. Mm. Will, be determined when they're sitting in front exactly. of us and what's going on for them. We could have gone, all right, people are going to want to detox. Let's take advantage of that and we'll use like A, B and C product. Yeah. Like that is not the way to go about it as no. we've just talked about. No. So what we've done is we have put together um, primarily it's all about a food plan. Yeah, and still which, a balanced food plan. We're yeah. not stripping people of, okay, it's news, let's just take all your carbohydrates yeah. out and, you know, just basically, yeah, it's still a balanced food plan, but it's just mm -hmm. healthy based on whole foods, which is how we should be eating anyway, yeah. and we've just tailored it, tailored it a little bit and then obviously that once the once you're sitting in front of us, it'll be individualised. Exactly. Ah. So that protein is there, as we've talked about the importance of that, all of those essential antioxidants for support all the yeah. essential fatty acids it's all there to support you in the food and then we've included um some different sorts of things that are based more on providing maybe more amino acids through again food yeah um some like yeah might as well talk about them some hemp protein yeah some, nice um bats. awesome apple cider vinegar that we'll be utilizing not to do <laughs> Apple cider vinegar bile shots with <laughs> maple syrup and all those sorts of things. But from a food oh, so point should I take that out of the plan? <laughs> <laughs> take that out. <laughs> so what we're trying to teach you is that it's about the food. If you look at what we've talked about with the liver, the liver and the detoxification organs are very smart. They know what they're doing. It's about providing them with the right building blocks. Yeah, so we absolutely. want to teach you how, how to, to do that. And, and how to just eat properly. And, yeah. if, and if you are... Like if you are eating properly and eating well and exercising, your body will detox at the in mm -hmm. its own capacity, and that's what yeah. you have to let it do. There's no like what we're saying at start of this. There's no quick fix, and hopefully, no. with what we've explained about how complex detoxing is, you just can't you can't do it that way. No. You've got to take the whole body into consideration and how it's functioning, and just support it to do what it that's needs right. to do, and it will do that. And I think, as usual, we've been um, a little bit of. <laughs> been a bit, I was gonna say, a bit trickster about the, the, with the program because, as usual, we've put something together where for us it's like, well, actually, this is how we want you to live and eat all the time. Yeah, like, it's it's, <laughs> yeah, we're saying for four weeks, but yeah. fundamentally, we want you to get to the end of yeah. this and go, hey, that was easy and I feel amazing. Yeah, I'll just I can keep doing it. Keep doing this. Yeah, because a detox shouldn't be 
that different no. in any capacity to living your normal life. No. And I know even with clients, sometimes I'll get to a point and they'll be like, oh, I want to do a detox or what can I do to, to detox? And it's just like, well, you know what? You're pretty much doing everything. You could probably eat Inhance more of that, those sulfur foods. Yeah, start your day with that. We could, we've got some. We do have some great supplements that support, not mm. force, but support the liver and the gut to do things a bit more effectively if mm. it's needed. But yeah, it's it's more just you know, like if you if if and when it comes to that time, you just enhance what the body can do naturally and support mm-hmm. it to do it. You know, probably more effectively sometimes if it needs to. But it's not. There's no shock tactics. Yeah, and, exactly. Ooh. Yeah. So the program um, is up and running now. Um, we've got a closed Facebook um, page for members so everyone yeah. can get on there and share their delicious food and we'll be on there posting lots of tips and yeah. videos and yeah. just little and it extra doesn't have tips. A, it doesn't have a start and finish date either. Like, no. It's just whenever, whenever you guys are ready to just kickstart your new year, yeah. that's just jump on. Yeah, get jump your glow on. on. Get your glow on. <laughs> But, yeah, it does include – so it's a, a four-week plan um, that you can just throw yourself into with the support of us, but it will be right from the start, as Chris said, individualised for you. It will have those gorgeous products that go along with it from a food point of view and just heaps of support from us and then yeah. from that, that closed-knit little community, which yeah. will, I think is going to be great for us. And it does include the consultations. We didn't actually say that. So it's not like we're, oh, just, yeah, we're, course, we're yes. not just giving yes. – <laughs> we actually talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not just giving you like a, I guess, a um, like a four-week program to follow blindly. Like you're going to come in and still get the best of us. So yeah. we will still go through everything that we would normally go through in a consultation. So if mm. there's obviously any alarm bells for us, mm. you're going to know about that. Like if there's yeah. something we feel like, okay, well – we can definitely get you on this four weeks of awesome eating and, mm. and, you know, the food products and things like that. But we probably at some mm. stage may need to look into maybe some gut testing or some yeah, hormone exactly. testing. Like you're still going to get the full workup. You just get yeah. a little fa- – you get Facebook groups and food products. It's yeah, just it's kind awesome. of It's kind of like us on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of much. like normal normal consultation <laughs> on steroids. <laughs> Healthy steroids, no. <laughs> That's all you want. <laughs> Detoxified through which pathway. <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've covered everything. Um, I had a I few so. little notes down here, but I think we've pretty much gone over everything. Excellent. That chat about. So, as always, um, I guess first off, if you've got questions about the New Year Globe program, you can email us, yeah, contact us on social, social media. media. You can go straight to bookings and make a booking there. Yep. Just write glow program okay. when you make the booking. It's as simple like as that. Glow worm. Yes. Glow program. And it's available, like we talked about coming in here, but it's also available nationally. Yeah, nationally. And, so um, we can do Skype. Really. I think because I've had a few people ask me about that Skype yeah. and things like that. So that's yeah. not an issue. Even overseas clients don't see yeah. why we can't package their stuff up. No. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. I think, I've got, a, I think I've got a New Zealand client. client. Oh, have you? Yeah. Sweet. I think Yeah. So cross the ditch. <laughs> definitely get it there. <laughs> Um, but other than that, as always, yeah, just um, we'll be back in probably two weeks from now and keeping these nice and regular. We love hearing from you guys. So if you've got any feedback, any topics that you'd like yeah. us to discuss, we yep. love hearing from you because this is for you. So pop us an email, leave a comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, on our social, social media. media. You can yep. find me on Instagram and Facebook, Carissa on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you'll find us pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And we would love you to, um, if you're not already subscribed, 
Um, you can even press, I think it's on the bottom left of your phone, that little like box with the arrow and send us to other people and say, <laughs> hey, listen to these two. They're awesome. <laughs> and leave us a review uh, as well. Yeah. I yeah. think that's everything I want you to do. Yeah. <laughs> Not pushing much, no, right? I'm just like giving you the salute. <laughs> yes, Captain Cox. <laughs> do it all. <laughs> And just enjoy the start to new year. Yeah. Just if Ease Instagram and that stuff is doing your head in with all of the stuff that's around that we're talking about, just yeah. get off it or unfollow and just keep it yeah. real. Just keep, um, yeah, keep it real. Keep it real, man. Keep it real. I feel like this year yeah. for everyone is just about taking a step back. Like everyone seems to be in the same sort of yeah. headspace. Like everyone I speak to, they're just like, no, nah, this year I'm just focusing on not getting too busy and not stressing too much and not becoming too involved in social media and all the hype that's on there. So I really hope that that's what's going to happen for everyone. Yes, definitely. Yeah, keep it real, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are out of here. Over and out. Okay, bye now. Bye now.